I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, off and running hour two. Tiger tailgating here on WWL, AMFMN.com, on the campus of LSU. Very hot day. Right, you can see the PMAC in my sights right in front of the Athletic Administration Building. You can jump in the conversation at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Joey, online too. What's going on, Joey? You're on WWL. And how's it going this weekend, man? That's good, man. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to expound a minute on, on what you were saying last segment about uh, turnovers, concentration. Yeah. That's one yeah. thing I've seen with the ball carriers, the receivers. You know, you don't see them uh, getting lazy or, or careless with the ball. And, and you don't see the, the lucky recoveries, you know, of the past. And um, what do you think about Burroughs? And, and the chemistry just, you know, they just haven't had time to gel because, you know, most of his targets are were playing high school ball last year. Huh. And, uh, I mean, you know, when we get towards the end of the season, you know, Coach O will be the first one to tell you there's no longer any freshmen on the squad. They better right. be playing like sophomores, you know. But uh, it's just, you know, some observations. Oh, Watch Coach, if, if you haven't, watch Coach Aranda. Down on, you know, on the sideline, I'm digging this. Uh, had a chalkboard in his hand, and as soon as the guys uh, take care of third down and, and the defensive, you know, squad headed off the field, man, he's uh, turning his back to the field, going back to the bench in his chair, and the guys are coming there. Nobody's hanging out, you know, patting each other on the back. They're going right back to work. And, and, dude, I think that's having a, a, a lot to do with, product, you know, the productivity that we have been getting from such a young squad. Joey, you're, you're on the money. Look, first off, as far as, you know, the chemistry is just not there offensively yet between Joe Burrow and the receivers, I think that's part of the reason why you're seeing them get off to a slow start. I think Steve Ensminger, uh, you know, kind of calculated that. That's why they came out in the weeks one and two a little bit sluggish. Not sluggish. A little bit uh, conservative is, is, the, is the better word because he knew that it was going to take some time to unfold, get the reps between uh, the quarterback and the receivers and get on the same page. And I think that that's, that's big for, for LSU. And if that can continue to grow, then it's even better. And, and Joe Burrow's production along with the receiving core, their production will grow a little bit and this offense will, will be even more dangerous than it, than it has been the last couple of games. And, look, it's not, they're, they're not an offensive juggernaut, but they continue to, I think, peel back some things that, that show you that they can beat you in a, in a couple of different ways. Joey, thanks for the phone call. Bert and Shreveport, what's going on, Bert? You're on WWL Tiger Tailgating. Well, first of all, I played at Louisiana Tech, and remember I'll say one thing to you about homecoming. Oh, there was an upset, and Troy State beat LSU, and, and I think it's uh-huh. sort of disrespectful. Y'all just taking it for granted because we, we got a good uh, – can you even name a starting tight end for Louisiana Tech? No. When you had to look at Bill. So you don't know who we're playing, and we, we got a team coming in going to kick LSU's butt today. I think they're going to take this for granted. I'm a former L.A. Tech player, and I think it is disrespectful the way these, these uh, LSU fans is, is taking us. And I think it's going to be a close game, but we're going to pull it out just like Troy did. But respectful. All right, Bert. Uh, thanks for the phone call. And, look, 
you know, you didn't give me a chance to answer the question, but that's okay. You, you can you can you can bully the mic if you want. I understand you're emotional because you're from La Tech. I get that. All right, but and look, just Bert, just do me this favor. You say it's going to be a close game. Are you even predicting the possibility that La Tech's going to come in here and upset LSU? Which you're right, you're you're fine, more than more than willing to have that opinion. But call me on Tuesday. Wait, if they don't, will you will you do that? Will you call me on Tuesday when I go back on the air? If if they, if they don't have a close game, because you put yourself out there, you felt like. That's that I'm disrespecting or we're disrespecting. LSU fans are disrespecting La Tech. Look, the fact of the matter is, look at the line. Look at Vegas. Vegas has them as like a, a 21, 31 point favor, something like that. I, I mean, they don't even. There's not even on some boards. They don't even want to put it up there because of how lopsided this score could be. And look, I, I got a lot of respect for Louisiana Tech program. I want every Louisiana school football program to have success. But let's just face it, La Tech, LSU, they're not in the same. They're not in the same. They're just, they're just not, unfortunately. And that's good for, for college football. You can't have everybody in, in one state that powerful. It's not going to happen. There's too many, it's, just, it's just not going to happen. I don't even know why I'm spending much more time on it. Anyway, we'll step away and come back. You'll hear, you will hear from Bert, your head football coach, Skip Holtz, next here on Tiger Tailgating on WWL. Welcome back to Sports Talk here on WWL, AMFM.com, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. I'm Christian Garrick. Our pleasure to welcome in now Skip Holtz, Louisiana Tech head football coach. And I'd like to start off with, uh, first off, thanking you for coming on the show. Well, I appreciate you having me. I've always enjoyed listening to you, and so it's an honor for me to be here today. So LSU, obviously, this week, they're, they're coming in rolling, feeling really good about themselves, having a conference win against Auburn. What kind of challenges do they present to you? Uh, offensively well they present a lot of them and you look at you know what they're doing right now especially offensively they're playing so solid they don't beat themselves they don't make mistakes they they've eliminated many of the lost yardage plays they they have not turned the ball over in three games and that's playing to really two top 10 defenses when you start talking about Auburn and Miami uh, I think they've got a big physical running back who runs the ball extremely well they got great size speed and athleticism at wide receiver their offensive line is really big but i think the difference right now is their quarterback he is managing the game he's playing with some leadership uh i think he's really taking control and doing a great job with it hey down here with the saints boston scott uh with the black and gold i'm sure you're keeping close tabs on him huh without a doubt and so happy for him with his home being right there in zachary and then coming up here and to see what he did from really walking onto the program to earning the scholarship to being a thousand yard rusher to making the NFL Saints organization is an unbelievable, unbelievable accomplishments for that young man. And just, I'm a huge fan of his. Coach, when you look at that LSU Tiger defense, it's, it's a daunting one because they've got playmakers at every level. What do you think of Grant Delpit? <laughs> I, I think you're exactly right. They, they have, they have playmakers at every level. I think that is, that is definitely uh, definitely the thing. I mean, you look at them, they're giving up less than 90 yards rushing, 12 points a game. They have seven takeaways, team speed, physical, all that. But, you know, when you look at them, I, I just look at I look at the way Williams is playing at corner right now. I look at the how active Delpit is. And he's playing with such energy and passion. Battle at safety is playing great. The Energizer, uh, White, there in the middle, I think is just playing great football for him at linebacker. And then the big, the big athleticism they, that they have up, up front with Lawrence and the way Divinity's playing. And I, I just think they've got so many great players on that defense, and they're playing really well together as a team. But they, they've got some difference makers, like you said. They've got probably three of them on the back end. They've got a couple of them at linebacker and a minimum of one on the defensive line. Skip Holtz here on Sports Talk, head football coach at Louisiana Tech, LSU, and Louisiana Tech this Saturday at 6 o'clock in Death Valley. Speaking of, Coach, 
I would imagine it, your, your players are pretty geeked about the opportunity to play in such a historic uh, college football venue. Without a doubt. I mean, this is, uh, this is uh, an honor for us. I mean, to have the opportunity to play LSU there. I mean, they're the, the only Power 5 school in the state. And since 1941, Louisiana Tech's only had a chance to play them three times since 1941. And so with the last one being uh, about 10 years ago in 2009. And so I know for, for our players, the players in this program, uh, it's going to be a real treat for us to have the opportunity to go down there to play at Tiger Stadium and to play so much of the history and the tradition there. I think Coach O's done a great job uh, with that program. And right now, just not only just in building the product on the field and the way they're playing fundamentally, fundamental sound football right now, but really the way he's building the program. What what all the schools in the state did with recruiting and with him really kind of chairing that, chairing that position to try and make Louisiana stronger within, uh, to try and kind of circle the wagons and keep a lot of these recruits at home and pairing up. He even came up to Ruston and helped us with a camp up here, and it's been great for us to go down there and, and work their camps there in Baton Rouge. So I give him an awful lot of credit for, for what he's doing to help build the football in the state. Coach, what does it do for your program to play a, a team like LSU? I mean, aside the, the money, just for your program, though, for your for the kids that play on your team and, and going forward, whether it's this year or a couple years from now. Well, and, and this is a game that obviously we'd, we'd love to have the opportunity to play more often than we do, but I, I certainly can understand the way scheduling works today. But um, I think, you know, for us, we've had the opportunity to play SEC teams. We've, we've played at South Carolina a year ago where we lose by a point, and we played at Arkansas, and we've played Mississippi State. But the thing that makes this one special is it's in the state. It's in the state, and many of these players on the on the LSU team, they, they played with players that are playing here at Louisiana Tech. They played against them. They know of each other. They're from the same hometowns. Uh, and so I think for our players, there's going to be an awful lot of emotional ties with the relationships uh, coming out of the high schools and also just the respect that everybody has for LSU here in the state of Louisiana. What do you like about your football team? Two victories, one over uh, South Alabama and one over uh, Southern. Well, I like the way I like the way they're playing together right now. I mean, it's awfully early. I hated we had an open date last week, and I, I said I, I hated it. I've never had one that early, but it was more of an extension of camp than it was a break in the season. Uh, I feel like the games we've played already were 2017 like they were a year ago. Um, so it, it was it was hard for the break to really get, I mean, with two games and a break, to really get a great idea where you are. But right now I think we made strides from week one to week two. We've got some experience coming back from where we were a year ago. And so I think right now this will be a great test for us. And I think after this one we have North Texas, who just had a big win against Arkansas, that uh, won the division from us a year, won the division a year ago. And so I think for our football team right now this will be a great test and a, a great venue to have an opportunity to get down there and play. What do you tell your kids for, for this game? You know that we're going to go play it. That it's uh, it's forget who we're playing. As hard as that's going to be, because there's going to be a lot of emotional ties. We've got to make sure we stay focused on what's going on between the lines. I mean, I know for a lot of people, it'll be a great opportunity and to get down to Baton Rouge and to get in that stadium in that environment. But um, I'm more concerned about how we play when we cross the lines. Uh, how the 11 guys play. We've just got to stay focused on uh, on doing our job and stay focused on the task at hand to make sure that we can go play together as a team and, and go compete to get a good evaluation on where we are right now as a football team playing uh, the number six team in the country. Skip Holtz, Louisiana Tech. Excuse me, Skip Holtz, Louisiana Tech head football coach here on Sports Talk on WWL. Thanks, Coach. Hi, there is John on line three. What's going on, John? You're on WWL. 
Hey, I'm a hey. Louisiana man, and I like both of those teams, so I can't go against neither one of them. So I'm hoping that just both of them come and give us a real good game and nobody get hurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Shout look, out to both of them, you know. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I would like to see a good game as well. I'd like to see a competitive game, but I'm just telling you the way I, the way I see this game, the way LSU's playing, um, the way <laughs> – the way that the, the, the talent disparity, look, the Bulldogs are talented, but they don't have the, t- the amount of talent that, that LSU does. They just don't. And that's okay. Uh-huh. They're not required to. They're a very oh. good football team, John. They are a very good football team. They're 2-0, and all right? But you're, ste- you're stepping up in class for, for LaTeX. So to sit there and say that, you know, for, for Burt to say that, you know, LSU fans are disrespectful because they're, they're taking them lightly, well, the fans can take teams lightly. They don't, they're not playing the game. The players aren't exactly. taking them lightly. I can assure you of that. But, right. I mean, I just, I just don't, I don't get hung up on that stuff. John, what do you want to see from LSU tonight? I'm going What's that? For the Saints tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I say I'm going for the Saints tomorrow, also. Oh yeah, well sure. I <laughs> mean, they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. It's a huge week. It's a huge week. What do you want to see from LSU tonight? Uh, I, well, I can say I like both of those teams. If LSU win, it's good. You know, saying either one of them. But I'm, I think LSU gonna beat them though. Well, they should. They're favored yeah. by, by 19 and yeah. a half to 21 points. Depends yeah, LSU going to get them. LSU going to get them, you know. Nothing taken away from the other team, but LSU going to get them. All right, John, thanks for the phone call. 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Check it in on some scores around college football. Number two, Georgia, 40, Missouri, 29, still in the fourth quarter. In that ballgame, Missouri's made that, that a closer game than what it originally started out to be. Number eight, Notre Dame, all over Wake Forest, 56 to 27. That is also winding down in the fourth quarter. The Irish, the Fighting Irish on top of Wake Forest. Louisville, West Virginia, or excuse me, Virginia, 27-3. to The Cavaliers on top of the Cardinals in the final. Nebraska, 56-10. to They fall to Michigan, or they're falling to Michigan. About three minutes and 30 seconds left in that ball game. UNC and Pittsburgh, really good game for the Tar Heels, 38-35, a close one. Still three minutes remaining in that ballgame as well. Purdue in the final big upset for Purdue, beating Boston College. They were ranked 23 in the country, 30-13 to for the Boilermakers. I'm sure Drew Brees is smiling over that one. That's a pretty good win for the Boilermakers. Tulane and Ohio State underway as well. We'll get your scores on that in a few moments. You can jump in the conversation at 504 504- 260-1870, text 870-870. I want to see this LSU team come out here and show everybody that they're not reading their press clippings. They're, they understand. They, they, know how to, they know how to handle success because they are overachieving at this point by, by most standards. They are projected, were projected to be 1-2. and two. They are now 3-0, and oh, ranked sixth in the country. Two top ten wins away from Tiger Stadium. So show that you can handle success. That's what I want to see. After our CBS News update, and our local news headlines, my conversation with LSU head coach Ed Ogeron earlier in the week. Back to your calls here on Tiger Tailgating on WWL. North Stadium drives where you can find us in front of the Athletic Administration building. Christian Garrick here on Tiger Tailgating. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. My conversation with LSU coach Ed Ogeron right now here as I visit with him earlier in the week. Coach, we'll start. First off, uh, congratulations. That's a huge win for you guys on the road. So proud of our team and our coaching staff. Glad for the Tiger family. Yeah, and was this a signature win for this program, you think, this year? So far, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of big games at LSU. This is just another one on the road. It's a great win, but it's not 
It's not the win. Uh, we all know what the win is. Uh, we got to get ready for Louisiana Tech this week, and it's our next opponent. That's what we focus on. How do you keep your team grounded with two wins away from Tiger Stadium in the top ten? You know, uh, it's something we block out the noise. Uh, whether we're in the top 25, the top ten, we practice the same way, we act the same way, we should play the same way. You told us last week that this was going to be the best week for the offensive line. They would play their best game. They certainly did. Just talk about the offensive line, how, how well they played. Proud of, proud of Coach Craig. I know they get the job done. We had an excellent scheme. They got challenged, and those guys responded. What did you think of the play of uh, Grant Delpit? He was impactful. I thought he was phenomenal. He made some great plays. Man, that pick he made was something that they studied all week with Coach Bill Bush. He made two great plays on the uh, goal line. Did some great stuff for us. How were you able to have success in the passing game? You told me last week as well you wanted to take some more shots downfield. We saw you guys open up the offense. Yeah, you know, short, quick, easy throws, bite those safeties up, get some one-on-ones. And then we ran a nice little over route. We had a cover two and ran a nice little over route. And we beat the uh, the linebacker dropping and then Derek just ran the ball for, I don't know, 60, 70 yards. a great play. What did you think of your D-line? I thought they played well. I thought it was a physical game. They played great. Uh, so we stopped the run. We held them for 127 yards, which for Auburn is, is a good feat. Uh, we're physical in the line of scrimmage. Still has some things to improve on, though. Joe Burrow, uh, I think, took big steps in this game. And I don't know if from just an outsider, you're inside this program, but outsider, it looks like his teammates, his confidence, is, I mean, their confidence is growing in him. Yeah, he's 3-0. and And uh, that's the biggest stat of the quarterback, as we all know. But Joe leads by example. He keeps his mouth shut, goes to work. You know, that, four, that four-quarter drive, five minutes, whatever, Left, he made the big play when he needed to. That he won the big game for his team. I know everybody believes in him. Are you surprised about his poise? I mean, he he does not. He does. He's, he should be called Joe Cool, basically. Yeah. You, you know, know you know, it's fun to get to know him. But on his recruiting trip, he was like that, and I couldn't figure him out. You know, I was trying to <laughs> trying to get him to say much, and uh, he says, "Coach, that's just the way I am," and he's true to what he's doing. He's very mature, he's very smart, and he's got a certain style about him that's a winner. As a Louisiana guy and grew up uh, cheering for LSU, now coaching LSU, what's it like to get off to this kind of start? And you can feel you can feel the energy and excitement for Tiger fans. Yeah, it's good, and it, that's what it ought to be. I mean, that's why you come to LSU and you, have, you coach good players and you have great coaches. And we want to ch- win championships here. That's all we came here to do. But you know what? We got a ways to get better. Uh, we got to we got to prepare against Louisiana Tech, make improvement this week. Does uh, Cole Tracy have any nicknames you're aware of? Not yet, but I'm sure I'm going to find some out. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Yeah, cold-blooded is fine with me. <laughs> it works. So, LaTeX, tell me, tell me a little bit about what, what LaTeX brings. You know, I, I like Skip Holtz. He's done a good job. And I think last time Louisiana Tech played it, it was 24-21. These guys will come in here and play lights out. They have some good athletes. They spread the ball around. They can score the football. They have a great pass rusher, and they're dangerous on special teams. What do you do, Coach, when you're – I mean, I know you're in football season, you're extremely busy breaking down opponents, but what do you do – is there like five minutes a day that you might just escape from it all and just kind of just unwind a little bit? Yeah, I go in my office. I got a little stereo. I may put on some Hank Williams, Jr. <laughs> I got a couple of sets of weights in there, maybe do some curls and some push-ups and sit-ups and just take a break for a minute. Coach, good luck this week. All right, thanks. Go Tigers. All right, welcome back. Shout-out to Chris Rudy over here with Baton Rouge PD, hanging out with me, my old buddy of mine, coming by to say hello. Uh, Mike on line one. What's going on, Mike? You're on WWL. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, Mike. Um, one of the things I, I think this is, you know, this is what's called the typical trap game. You know, Louisiana Tech is a good ball club. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's going to be tough to see LSU play with the same emotion. If they do, then they can be really special this year. But I think that's what I'm looking for tonight is the emotion of the Tigers. 
What do you think? I talked about it earlier. I mean, I think it's, it's key. Because, look, LSU's going to beat this team. Sorry, LaTex. Sorry, uh, Burt. It's the fact. But you want to see them come out with the energy that they had against Miami. They had a, last week against Auburn on the road. Not the energy they had in week two opening up in your home opener against Southeastern. You're going to have a sellout crowd tonight. Right, you should yeah, be energized. Right. You should you should see an an SEC kind of a legit SEC kind of environment. Now that law tech environment wasn't really SEC stuff, but look, what you want to see is that trend. Can it continue the trend of not turning the football over? They're the only team in college football that that, that can stay claim to that. That's hard That's unbelievable, to do. Isn't it? That, it's unbelievable. hard to do. It's incredibly right. hard to do. So, I mean, and, but, and, and you're looking at the wide receiver, you know, like the Saints have had a couple of fumbles by the wide receivers. Nobody's putting the ball on the ground, and this kid is not throwing interceptions. You realize, is, Mike, that perfect. You, you realize, Mike, that as much time as we spend on it now, it's going to happen. Like we, we just we just gave him the, the the curse. We just gave him the curse. Like, <laughs> hey, it's you know now they're going to they're gonna have some fumble, some sloppy fumble, or something like that, and then. <laughs> We're not going to be talking about it anymore. But, it's no, it's always the way, right? All right, yeah. man. Take it easy, yeah. yeah. All right, Mike. Go Phone lines. Bye-bye. Go Tigers. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. This is WWL Tiger Tailgate. Found this guy wandering campus, Jimmy Smith, publisher of Tiger Details. I said, hey, come on. Let's go do, do, do some radio for about an hour. So he's gracious to join us. What's up, Jimmy? How you doing, man? Oh, another day, man. Another hot day. Thought this oh, yeah. cold front was coming. I was a little premature. <laughs> Sweating like a pig out here. Yeah, look, we had, I don't know if you heard, we had Burt call earlier. It was upset with me and other LSU fans that are saying that, you know, this is, LSU is going to handle business and, and it's disrespectful to say that they're, they're going to beat, L, beat uh, Louisiana Tech by 19 and a half. That's the spread. And, and that, that La Tech was going to come in here and give them a, a good game. It's going to be a close game and maybe even upset the LSU Tigers. Do you see that in any way? LSU would have to turn the ball over four times. Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it would have to be that kind of performance from them. You know, they would have to be riddled with mistakes throughout the game, turnovers, penalties, things of that nature, maybe even special teams plays. Uh, I think Louisiana Tech's going to, you know, make it a little interesting for about a half. Um, but the LSU's just going to wear them down. They're too big physical on both sides of the ball. And, and I mean, it would all have to go wrong for Louisiana Tech, uh, Tech to pull a, a, a W today. Yeah, and look, that's, again, that's no disrespect for La Tech. It's just it's the facts of the matter. I mean, you see teams like La Tech, who's a very good team in Conference USA, mm-hmm. very good. They come into SEC games, and they can hang with SEC teams for about a half. Then they just start leaning on you too much. They're just too big. They're just too strong. They've got way more depth than than those schools that come in that come into those SEC environments. So you start to see it open up uh, in the second half. Let's squeeze in a phone call real quick. Ed on line one. What's going on, Ed? You're on WWL. Hey, appreciate the phone call. You cut me off if you want, but his name is Rashad Bennett, and you didn't mention his name. That's the tight end. He's a relative of mine. He's from Laurelville, and you didn't. Respect well, I hope he him. does well. Well, but you know, you didn't say his name, and then you cut the hell about off, and then you said I didn't said, cut. I didn't cut nobody off. Okay, look, I'll put you on hold, Ed. I'm not. You're not going to call under a fake alien, you know, another alias, and hijack the show with this nonsense. You're just not doing it, all right, Ed. Make up another alias and, and move on. Move on, all right. You proved your point. You think that that Louisiana Tech is going to beat LSU? Move on. David Potter at Master Control. I'm sure you can recognize his voice by now. So, anyway, Jimmy, getting back to LSU, Louisiana Tech. Um. Joe Burrow last week. Do you think that was a signature moment for him? Yeah, I think we got to see what this kid's actually made of. You know, his best throws in the game were, were really towards the end of that game when it really counted uh, the out route to D. Anderson and, of course, the throw over the middle to Derek Dillon. I think that was his, his opportunity to kind of 
take the lead for this team. And now everybody knows this. We can count on this guy in crunch, in crunch time. So I think that was, uh, I guess that was his moment. You know, that was his staple of, hey, I, this is my team. Uh, I'm the future quarterback here. And, and uh, I know this team's rallied behind him, that's for sure. Tell me about Tiger de- details. Yeah, yeah, really excited. Part of the Rivals Network. Uh, got some great staff members. Uh, Sam Spiegelman, formerly from SECCountry.com. Jarrett Roser, who used to be the lead beat writer for NOLA.com. Um, he also works at LSU uh, in the Foreign Exchange Student Department. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an insider of sorts. Uh, but, yeah, we Ryan Clark does analysis for us. Uh, we just try to cover the team, um, not just football. You know, baseball, basketball, we have some great stories up for, for baseball this week, and we're looking forward to basketball. And just try to cover the ins and outs of, of the sports program from the recruiting angle and from the team angles. The recruiting angle you're talking about, um, this 2019 recruiting class for LSU is shaping up to be Perhaps the best they've had in a while. Um, just talk about the, the, the headliners in that. Yeah, I mean, there's real difference makers in this group, and it all starts in the state of Louisiana. Guys like Derek Stingley. Uh, Derek Stingley, you know, I spent a lot of time out in Florida. I was able to – I used to be a scout, college scout, and I, I scouted Patrick Peterson uh, when he was down in South Florida, and, and this kid reminds me uh, of that kind of talent. You know, he's, a, he's an elite talent. He can come on the field right away and make a difference. And, and he's actually the youngest kid in the class. He's going to be at LSU at 17 years old, which is pretty wow. impressive. Um, so he's a phenomenal athlete. Cardell Thomas, a uh, big offensive lineman from Southern Lab, physically ready, phys- physically imposing guy, ready to play in the SEC right away. Uh, we'll need a little work on his pass protection, but he's a phenomenal prospect. Um, they don't have commitment from Ishmael Sopcher yet from a meet high school, but he's a very disruptive D lineman. Uh, could play uh, in this three-man front, could play in the four technique, the five technique, could play the, the one in the nose. I mean, he's a real versatile guy, about 6'3", 305 pounds, uh, really athletic. So when you bring in those type of talents, uh, into one recruiting class. That's what builds championships. And, and they've had a couple good recruiting cl- classes leading into this year. Um, so if you can build a, a top five national type class uh, with the meat in the trenches and impact players on the outside, you're really setting yourself up for uh, success long term. Across the state, last year was supposedly a down year, right, in terms mm-hmm. of talent. But across the state, this might be the richest it's been in a while. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's more top heavy, you know, which is good for LSU. You know, uh, teams like La Tech, you know, they feast on years like last year where there's maybe uh, not a, a lot of big guys that draw SEC uh, coaches to come look at them, and, and they can try to pluck some of those guys. But uh, this is a really top-heavy class. The top 20 players in the state of Louisiana this year are phenomenal. Uh, one of the best uh, since my time. I've been here six years. Uh, one of the best classes I've seen in the state of Louisiana. Rivals that 2011 class with Lyle Collins and, and Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and Jeremy Hill. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely up there. This is one of the better classes I've seen. Jimmy Smith, Jimmy, or excuse me, Jimmy Smith at Jimmy Details, right on Twitter. Yeah, at Jimmy Details, and then of course TigerDetails.com, part of the uh, what network again? Rivals Network, Rivals, part of Rivals. That's look, that, that's a site that's really kind of taken off uh, in the last decade or so. Yeah, it really, you know, the the real uh, fanatics, the fans that really want to know what the future of the program looks like, start to look at recruiting and start to pay attention to the high school seniors, and so. Uh, platforms like Rivals and, and even some of the others that I'm not going to name have kind of sure. popped up, you know, and uh, and, and so we, we try to really cover that recruiting angle, but at the same time make sure we don't leave uh, any stone unturned when it comes to covering the team. So, uh, but, it, yeah, we've got, you know, 2,000 members, very active message boards, uh, great analysis. We had your old buddy uh, T-Bob on the other day doing some breakdowns of the offensive line play. We have Ryan Clark do weekly stuff with us, and, and uh, fans really love it. Chewbacca, that's what I call him. By Chewbacca. Way. Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fitting. <laughs> um, so if it's if, while we're talking a little recruiting here, I'm not going to get into the, the, the particulars of the Andrew Robinson case in Hanville. Mm-hmm. It's not the right platform at this point. 
talk, trying to talk uh, recruiting and LSU football, et cetera. But where does Andrew Robinson fit in in terms of his recruitment? Where's where's he? Who's looking at him? Yeah, things uh, he really needed this senior year. You know, this was a big year for him. He's a kid. He's realistically five five foot eleven, hundred and eighty five pounds, really undersized. Uh, so he needed a school like Hanville. Um, to kind of show his talents against some of the top players in the state. Unfortunately for him, he hasn't been able to do so yet. Um, but prior to, to the whole uh, fiasco, uh, he had an offer from Nickel State. As far as I understand, that offer is still in place. Um, but as of right now, that might be the only school that would take his commitment. So I know he's dying to get on the field to show some of these college coaches what he's capable of, and, and he's a phenomenal football player, and I know a lot of people are anxious to see him. Is he? Could he play at a, a, a Purdue? Could he play at that level? I really think he could. Um, he, he's got all the intangibles. You've got to know him personally. I mean, the kid is a leader. Uh, very Character-wise, he's special. He's special. Very unique. I've been, uh, I haven't been around many young men like him ever. And uh, so he has all that. And he's going to make your program better whether he's on the field or not. Um, but as far as his, his ability to process quickly, his accuracy, his mechanics, his work ethic, things of that nature, he could certainly play out of Purdue. You know, I, I look at schools like a, maybe a Southern Miss or an SMU. I think those schools would, would be great fits for him. And, and I feel like if he could just put a handful of, of games on tape this year, uh, he should garner some of those offers. TigerDetails.com, Jimmy Smith, at Jimmy Detail on Twitter. Tiger Togaten here. Phone lines are open at 504 260 text 87870. This is WWLAMFMN.com. On the campus of LSU, live here on the Tiger Tailgate and in front of the Athletic Administration building, Jimmy Smith hanging out with us, TigerDetails.com. Aside from the recruiting stuff, what else can, can, can they get there at TigerDetails.com? Oh, just about everything. We, uh, we just ran a piece. Uh, today we're going to see a Meek Robertson from La Tech who was um, recruited by LSU, really went down to the wire. LSU was trying to find room for him, so we just did a kind of a look back. You know, and, and interviewed Ryan Clark, and who coached him at the LSU camp and things of that nature. We've done exclusive uh, baseball interviews recently. Eric Walker returning from Tommy John surgery, and so he he updated us on his status. Says he's a full go. Uh, everybody on the staff says he looks phenomenal. Zach Hess was also a feature we just ran recently. And how good is that LSU baseball team going to be next year? It could be phenomenal if these arms and, and the bullpen and, and these starting pitchers are healthy. I mean this. This team, I think anything short of Omaha would be a letdown sure. for that group. This isn't one of the stronger LSU teams coming into the season that I've seen in, in a few years here. Even though I think it'll rival the one that would just that just lost in the uh, in the College World Series to Florida. It's mm -hmm. similar to that. Yeah, I think it's right on par with that. Yeah. Um, looking ahead to today's game, let's talk about this environment first off. You got a little buzz, but if they stay six and zero, if they go in that Georgia game six and zero, this place will be insane. Oh, this place will be packed. You know, it only it only took me about 30 minutes to fight through traffic. Yeah. Once I got off the interstate today, that'll be three hours yeah. for that Georgia game. And uh, I know we're preparing for it. We plan on hosting a tailgate if that's indeed the case. Okay. We want to take advantage of that. Of course. You know, um, but yeah, it's a nice little buzz today, 95 degree day. So it's going to keep some people away. But uh, yeah, it'll get ridiculous if they come six and zero coming into that Georgia. This place game. will this place will be uh, electric to say the least when Georgia comes down. By the way, they had a close game today, or a closer game with Missouri today than many people thought. Let's see if that game went final. I'll get you the score in a few moments. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Ohio State on top of Tulane early in that ballgame. 7 to nothing. Not a surprise there. Tiger tailgating continues here on WWLAMFM.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.